Hey everyone, welcome back to the Indie Basketball Podcast. I'm back for the first episode of 2024, and I got Will and Mike from Hotline TNT. Uh, we talk about both the Timberwolves and the Celtics. Uh, talk about their new album, Cartwheel, which is fantastic. Recommend you guys check it out, but it's a great conversation and hope you guys enjoy. How you guys doing? Good. Good. How are you doing? Good. Thank Not you so bad. much for joining. Thanks for having uh, us. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's very nice to have you guys on. I I, I heard from several people on our Discord that uh, you might be some basketball fans, so uh, figured I had to shoot my shot and then see. Definitely. Yeah, I think um, our manager actually put us on to you like when we first linked up, like getting geared up for this album cycle. It's like, you guys need to be on the indie basketball podcast. And I, was oh, like, I love to hear how, that. How are we not already on this? We should, we should be on <laughs> guest number That's one. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but uh, happy new year. I mean, this, this is the first episode of 2024. Uh, so the first thing I like to ask people um, in, you know, keeping it music related off, off the jump, uh, what are you guys listening to? Mike, you go first. That's a good question. Um, I've been listening to the band Ivy a lot. Okay. They're like a kind of like late 90s, early 2000s band. Mm-hmm. Um, I discovered this album by this band called Dear Nora. That's They're kind of like an emo indie sort of band from the early 2000s. I've been into that recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then honestly, I kind of I kind of like that band Bar Italia. I never really listened to them. I've seen a lot about them recently too. Yeah, yeah. I thought I listened to their newest album. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so those, are, yeah, those are kind of my top three right now. Sweet. I um I have not had my Bar Italia era yet, but I know it's probably <laughs> going to happen because we I saw it in Primavera last year, and um, it was just like middle of the day, boiling hot, like outdoor. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not really the place to see that band. I feel like, but. Um, <laughs> I know that people are really hyped on them, so I, I think yeah. I'll probably like it. I just haven't gotten into it yet. But um, I'm kind of having a phase with an artist that I'm super late on, but everyone's all about um, Yeet. Okay. Are you, are you hip on this guy, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, I know who Yeet is. Well, it's actually I'm funny. actually not hip to him. It's funny that the, the reason I kind of got into it, I mean, I had heard clips on TikTok and stuff like that, but he was at a Blazers game recently. Ooh. And like he was like courtside, and they did like the famous people on courtside, and like mm-hmm. he and his girlfriend were um, featured. And I was, it was like I didn't know who he looked like. And I had those kind of the reaction from everyone, like no one knew what he looked like until this Blazers courtside. He was wearing a Blazers <laughs> jersey, I think. And um, I kind of just started seeing him more on TikTok after that, and started listening to him more. And uh, now I'm super into it. But, the the Blazers fan base is deep, so to have him included is a is a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Love to see the appearance by the dog. Yeah, this is Josh. He's, <laughs> he doesn't like to let attention go. Um, Josh is an excellent dog name. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, cool. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, um, you know, you guys have obviously put out a new album in honestly what two months ago now. Yeah, November third, it came out. So, so it, it's still fresh, but um, it's cartwheel. I I love listening to it, and I know uh, a lot of a lot of friends. Uh, it came out late in the year, but it still made its way into a lot of year end lists very quickly. So, um, it's a great album. And you guys want to talk about like what went into recording that and, and releasing that? Yeah, I mean, I I did most of the recording before Mike was in the band, actually. Mm-hmm. So. Um, he, maybe he can talk more to what the release of it but um yeah recording was cool it was uh mostly me um working with a couple of different engineers sure. um one of whom was in kansas city and the other was here in new york and um yeah just uh piecing the songs together over the course pretty much the same as all the other albums if you or any of the listeners have heard it's just kind of like a snapshot of like 
the last six to 12 months of my life and what yeah, I've been yeah. thinking about. And yeah. Cool. And you guys are kicking off a tour for that soon? Yeah, we're doing uh, three weeks with uh, Wednesday. Um, awesome. Wednesday's great. Which also has some basketball fans in, in the mix. Um, and they are Chicago, and I'm Chicago as well. So that's. Uh, oh, they're from North Carolina. No, you're right. They are from North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Um, but there's, yes, there's, I feel like this, this, uh, this subgenre of like kind of like heavier indie rock, there's like basketball fans galore. Definitely. Yeah. Jake definitely. and I definitely bonded early up on our, I mean, he plays too. We both play. And uh, yeah. A couple of those people follow the league semi closely. Mm -hmm. I've seen their drummer like watching the Hornets game at shows before. <laughs> I mean, MJ had that song about Michael Jordan. There you go. So, and yeah. he's wearing a Shaq t shirt that I made in his new press photos. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of Wednesday, I mean, that was another one of my favorites of 2023. Do you guys have any favorite albums that came out from last year? Um, did, did the Nourished by Time album come out last year? Yeah, that was my number one. That's gotta be, yeah, that's gotta be my top five, if not my All number right. one. Yeah, that was, yeah. I um, think he's might also be a basketball fan. I believe he talked about the Pistons and his pitch four feature. There's, there's so many. It's, it's great. Yeah. I gotta keep tabs and just make a list. And you should get him on the show. Absolutely. He's, he's, it was played nonstop in the van this year. We love that. Yeah. That record. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Um, what else? 2023 i did make a list i think it's published somewhere but now i can't remember what's on it <laughs> um yeah I, I can take a look but i'm trying to remember what else what else did we listen to in the van i don't know for new stuff i mean i guess i i this is kind of recent but the bar italia album right italia. that pink came Panthers. out last year yep mm -hmm. pink panthers that's a good pink, one that was a big one um poison ruin Yep. Fugitive. Those are some of my favorite. Yola Tango. Sword 2. Sword 2 is great. I liked um, the Silicone Prairie album. Oh, out. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But that was cool. Silicone Prairie. Um, that's Ian who did a lot of the, the engineering on this hotline record. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so, I guess kind of starting this to talk a little bit basketball. Uh, where are you guys originally from? Are you, are you both from same place or are you from different locales i'm from wisconsin but pretty close to the twin cities so i grew up Got it. rooting for minnesota teams um and mike yep uh i grew up in new hampshire i was born in massachusetts um always kind of like not too far from boston so yeah boston sports was kind of my my thing growing up yeah does does new england i guess if you're anywhere up in that region does it gravitate all towards boston usually pretty much yeah I mean, and I really, I, I was like 45 minutes away from Boston. So I was okay. able to actually go to a couple games growing oh, up. Oh, nice. Things like that. So very cool. Definitely yeah, a Boston like thing. In general, like the greater region, it's like you're probably gravitating to Boston or like the big teams like Yankees. Yankees have universal yeah. appeal and, you know, stuff like Connecticut, that. I feel like is like half Red Sox, half totally. Yankees. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You got all the, uh, the rich folk who commute into New York who live in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're probably mixed fans too. <laughs> yeah, right. I lived in uh, New York for about four years, so I, I cool. feel like I remember that well. <laughs> so you're a yep. Chicago uh, guy from birth. I am a Chicago guy. Yeah, I'm. I born and raised here, and then yeah, I lived in New York for four years, but now I'm back in Chicago. So my my dad's um from Rockford, Illinois, mm -hmm. and he grew up like Bears, Bulls, I assume totally. Bulls, and all that. I think he was probably a Cubs fan. Yeah. But then he moved to Minneapolis, met my mom, and then switched all switched everything <laughs> to Minnesota. But then I was born and moved to Wisconsin, but then just stuck in Minnesota. I don't right. Know. I guess we were still close to like the yeah, Twin Cities. Yeah, you're somewhere in between uh, being a Bucks fan yeah. and a Timberwolves fan. Yeah, but there's just like not, I mean, obviously the football thing is very right. passionate in that part of the country. True. But like basketball wasn't kind of a second or third fiddle by the time. Right, right. But I think it's maybe changing now a little bit because <laughs> they're both good. Yeah, true. Very true. So, um, cool. Yeah. So it's funny when, you know, when I was kind of putting my notes together, 
one of the things I thought of is I want to believe that the name Hotline TNT is somehow a reference to NBA and TNT, but I don't believe it is. <laughs> it's not. Um, but Where does the name come from? Um, the hotline part is kind of, this, I'm going to give you kind of a half answer for both <laughs> parts. Um, my friend Mickey and I started the band together in Minneapolis and, and um, we were floating names around. There's a bunch. It was, I think it originally was going to be called Roll Cage. Okay. Like on like a, a destruction derby. Yeah. Like one of those like uh-huh. cars that has a cage. Anyway, that obviously didn't stick, but it kind of sounded new metal. So we kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. But then um, we were at the time, the Drake song Hotline Bling was really right. big and we love that song. And we were like also separately talking about like, oh, we should call this the band like cell phone or something like that. <laughs> and then someone, our friend Candace said, you should call it Hotline. And we were just like, yeah, we should call it Hotline. But it needs something else. Mm-hmm. And then we added the TNT, which Mickey and I know what it stands for, but we've never revealed it to anyone. So it's kind of like Ooh. it's just me and her know what it stands for. But it does stand for something. Okay. I love so, a secret like that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be in the box set 10 year thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, fi- the final reveal. <laughs> yeah, that, that's um, when I'll find out too. Yeah, right. <laughs> um so Will, I guess one thing, you know, in, in researching is you actually have a physical zine about the nba i do yeah it's kind of like um it's about it's 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 about basketball for sure but yeah. it's also like i don't know if you've seen any of the issues but like it's goes off into a lot of different territory kind of like mm-hmm. that's the framework is that it's an nba zine but i'm talking a lot about my personal life and like scene music yeah. punk music and beyonds and whatever's going on tour diaries stuff like that feels like a perfect syncing of what we're doing here which is great totally yeah um how long have you been doing that started during like the summer of covid like 2020 so i took a couple breaks but it's been supposed to be every month i was doing two a month when it started out um but now it's once a month um yeah so it's a rare art form it's hard it's hard to keep it up and keep the yeah. excitement going but it is a lot of fun whenever i finally get down to do it i'm like ah, oh, i love doing this but it's just hard to get started yeah it's, i mean it's it's special i mean like we've, we've already been talking about like when you you meet people on tour or whatever who are also basketball fans it kind of like gets you jazzed up and keeps it going oh definitely definitely yeah. um so yeah mike i mean growing up in boston do you have any uh early memories being a Celtics fan? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember watching, like, my family is all pretty into basketball. Um, so I remember watching a lot of, like, highlight clips of, like, Larry Bird when mm-hmm. I was really young. So my dad loved Larry Bird. And, I mean, even, like, yeah, Bill Russell, um, Bob Cousy, I mean, all these guys. Like, I remember watching, like, the old school players a lot when totally. I was a little kid. And then kind of when I was starting to play myself i used to play when i was a kid um i got into like the current celtics and like paul Mm -hmm. pierce rondo you know when kg was on the team too that was like a totally the big big three for me yeah oh yeah the start of super teams yeah exactly it was it was honestly a huge time for uh boston sports yeah i wasn't a fan of that transaction to be honest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Brooklyn was not a fan of that transaction in the fair, end. Fair enough. Um, cool. And what about you, Will? Like you know, growing up as a Timberwolves fan. Yeah, yeah. I um, for some reason, I think maybe it's common. I mean, football is probably the biggest sport, but I like was first into the Vikings more as a little okay. kid. Um, but then maybe late elementary school, I kind of started um playing more basketball myself that seemed like kind of I'm I'm six foot four now so I was always tall six five and there you go <laughs> everyone wanted me to play basketball uh-huh. and I started like enjoying we like we'd go to games quite a bit and when KG started popping off in Minnesota then I was like okay this is actually pretty cool mm-hmm. um and yeah I remember going to see him play like at least three or four times and um I still have like a memory of like watching him like reject the shot like it was like a jump shot and it like went up to the rim and he just caught it and like pinball machined it back and uh that was like my first memory of seeing the Timberwolves play in person 
It's awesome. So, yeah. uh, you guys, I guess you guys do have that that connection right there. The KG when yeah. they, when uh, when they play each other, are you guys kind of competitive a little bit? Well, I like when that happened. I was kind of like salty towards yeah. towards Boston because I, I kind of. Also, it's kind of the Timberwolves' fault for letting that happen, in my opinion. We can get into that, but um, yeah, whatever happens, KG got gift wrapped and sent to Boston, and they made that super team. And, yeah, I think uh, I think I wasn't I wasn't even paying attention to Minnesota as much because I was kind of like, oh, we got the good deal. Yeah, yeah we we weren't right, even on so, the radar. I don't even yep. remember. Yeah, we exactly. Got, uh, Big Al, I think, was the the main piece that we mm-hmm. got back. Not Al. What was his name? Al Jefferson. Um, yeah. Al Je- was Jefferson. It, yeah, Al Jefferson. Yeah. He was right? kind of like was I it? believe no. so. It was a big dude named Al because we called him Big Al, but it wasn't Horford. I don't think it was Harrington. Oh, we think was it? it was. Um, now you got to pull up the Kevin up. Garnett trade. Pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> I thought his name was Al, but I mean, obviously, the fact that we can't remember, it was like we we tried yeah. to rally around him, and it it just wasn't really the vibe. It but, was Al Jefferson. Um, Al Jefferson. Okay. Al Jefferson. Yeah. Here we go. Um, and you know that began like a decade plus of just who is who we're we supposed to rally around, like Johnny uh, Flynn. Is that his name? Oh boy, yeah, that was like our main attraction for one second, and then the year like, that you guys drafted three point guards in the same year, and none of the wait, we drafted two people ahead of Steph Curry. We could have had yeah. Steph that year. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff like that happens. Um, Andrew Wiggins was the guy for a long time. Yep. Anyway, I hated Boston this whole time. And I've hated them until like <laughs> the last two or three years. And I just like, for whatever reason, I'm kind of attached and attracted to uh, Jason Tatum. And uh, I don't know why. I just love him. And I love a lot of the players on that team. So I am uh, not so much a Tatum fan, more of a Jalen Brown fan, actually. Even He's also awesome. Just despite yeah, his great. his playoff uh, collapse, his, uh, his lack of a left hand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he. I don't know. Like I still want that franchise to burn a lot, yeah. but I, I do love all those players, and I, I kind of like seeing him do well. It's very easy to root against the the sheer amount of rings they have. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, but. Um, but I mean, most of them back in the day, like long time ago. So. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. You know, seven most days of them, and, right? Yeah. But I, like but when the KG Paul Pierce, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I didn't, I didn't exactly. appreciate that. But yeah, <laughs> you know, all things are, as even I say about Jason Tatum, I would still pull for him to win MVP. You know, it's that's that was my pick this year. I picked there him you go. for MVP yeah. and last year. Yeah. We've but, really uh, had I, a a stretch of just is it going to be. Anakumpo, Jokic, or Embiid. It's just like one of those three yeah. is going to be them. And, and I yeah. think it's going to be again this year. Like, I don't. Yeah. The narrative is not happening for, uh, for Tatum. And that's, that's not, I think it's too much of a one two punch with those two. Like, none of them just. But then again, who has the best record? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And who's the best player on the best team? <laughs> so, so respectively, I guess, how are you guys feeling about your teams going into this season? I guess now that we're honestly approaching halfway mark, we're almost at the all-star break in a little over a month. Yeah, I mean, Mike, um, you probably watch a little less than me. but Yeah, yeah, I don't follow as much. But, um, okay. I mean, obviously the Celtics have been doing great this year. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah most of the games I've caught almost have been really fun to watch. Almost lost to the Pistons. Almost. That's true. Dude, that I watched that game. I watched that game. Extremely embarrassing. I have the uh, OKC game and Boston on my second second monitor. By the way, there you go. Yes. Cool. Um, that's a good game. By the way, too too good. Absolutely. I love watching well. chat. Chat is just so fun. Also, a Minneapolis guy. Chat. I actually when I, st- I started the game before this interview, and it was I had the sound on, and they were like mm-hmm. introducing the lineups, and they were like, "Oh yeah, they got um." You know, Gilgis Alexander, blah blah blah, and then Chet Holmgren, the the nicknameless one. And I was like, "Is that what he's known as?" I never heard that before. Yeah, interesting. I would think anyway. uh, contender for Rookie of the Year, maybe. Is, you know. Oh, I would say the leader at this point. Currently, yeah. I guess this is a, a good point. I mean, uh, you mentioned Tatum is your MVP pick. What What are your other predictions for the season? You You got Chet for Rookie of the Year. I think he's, yeah, I mean, 
I don't think you can argue against him. But also, Chet's got such a good supporting cast. True. That Victor does not have the luxury of. But just even on the eyeball test, like I was watching the game tonight and I texted my NBA group chat like, Chet looks good. I can't deny it. I was a doubter at first. But uh, yeah, yeah, I have him rookie of the year for sure. I agree. I, I think the moment that I... I started to realize it was when he hit that game winner or game tying three pointer at the buzzer. Uh, I forget what it was. It was probably three or four weeks ago, but it was to send it to overtime. He inbounded the ball with like three seconds left and tied it. And it's like, all right, big move from a rookie. I probably saw the highlight, but it's not ringing a bell. We might have been yeah. on tour or something like that. It's kind of hard to keep up with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, player of the year nice. yeah, is Rudy. I get another player I was doubting. To be fair, though, you know, nothing against Wimbanyama because he's putting up some insane stat lines. He's he's he probably averaging around three blocks right now. I think his hype was sky high, and it's very few people can live up to that hype, you know. Yeah, um, it's this the sort of syndrome where it's like the hype was too high. If it was a little lower, it would have been like, yeah, he's he's doing amazing. Yeah. It's just like comparatively, it's it feels lower. Yeah, we'll see. There's still some time left for, um, for him to catch up. But I think with like the, the Thunder winning so much and like Chet playing such a big role in that, it's kind of the narrative, the press narrative just kind of rallies yeah. around him. For sure. So uh, when you guys are at practice, are you guys... You guys watching games? Are you talking games? If there's a big game on, sometimes I'll I've had it on the phone. Yeah, like a playoff or a consequential game, and I've definitely had it on like at shows before. Yeah, because I got the YouTube TV <laughs> thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. We talk. I mean, Mike is a big. Um, sorry to keep talking for you, but uh, it's Mike, Mike's like Mister NBA Two K. It's like he spent a lot Ooh. of time this year playing that. Yeah, and that's something i don't know much i've about. i've previously been a 2k guy but the the microtransactions really get to me in in the the my player stuff oh yeah i mean i kind of like i, I slowed down a lot yeah um, I, I was really into it for for a second when you play uh, 2k what are you which like mode are you playing are you just doing like just straight up pickup games or like are you i'm doing, doing like the, my, the whole career. My, player, my career yeah. yeah yeah so i i won the championship for the okay. Celtics. kind of after that slowed down a little bit yeah do you but, go um, into like the rec online or anything or no no i don't because really that, that that is a whole different beast like people go crazy on that really yeah yeah it's, have to... and i think it's really funny too that we're in an era where nba players play as a person online yeah playing yeah, they're actually playing right so it's like i i literally saw uh a tweet from Kevin Durant today. Yeah. It's <laughs> like I, I that's two shots guy. off in the wreck. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 you know, just slightly gets your mood off. Yeah. I was, I sent that to the group chat too. And like, somebody was like, uh, I just can't imagine doing a computerized version of my job for, like, right. <laughs> for fun. You know, I mean, it's like playing a uh, guitar hero. Yeah, that's true. We do, we do enjoy that. But imagine playing a Hotline TNT song on Guitar Hero. That would be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe Clone Hero. Anyone could be in Clone Hero. So it's true. There's um, there's a new feature in Fortnite, which I'm an active daily player. Okay. Where you can kind of like a guitar version. Yeah. Have you played it? You know they, what I'm talking they, about. They have literally every game in that game now. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fun, actually. It's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're you do some Twitch streaming, don't you? Yeah, I haven't in a few months, but I'm trying to get like a crew together. Like I want to get like um like four people from like bands to do like mm -hmm. a, a little event. Like we were talking to Nathan from Bib, also big Oklahoma City fan. Okay. Uh might consider putting him on, on the podcast. Yeah. Um <laughs> jotting down. This but is... he plays Fortnite too. And uh yeah, getting a few people to like have like a let's all pump up the stream and just have like a squad. The sounds but, like it's, it's I love that this is like the uh it was do you remember that time when like Ninja was playing Fortnite with like Drake and like uh Juju what's his name? Juju Smith Schuster or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like every mega person and it, this is like the the 
indie rock music version of that. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> That's what we're going for. You should stream some uh, 2K with Mike. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Let's do it. We could do a special event. Yeah. My brother also plays and he was wanting me to get in the game. So you should get the that. entire yeah. band to do a rec game on <laughs> get the whole oh, team like fun. So they, it's five on five, right? The 2K. Uh-huh. So you can yeah. like have five players on one team and just like, absolutely you could everyone controls one player. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be that, really would, that would that would be insane. We we should get some real real life basketball going too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys do you guys play? Yeah, we played a, a couple bit, times yeah. on tour. Um, I haven't played. Yeah, I, Go ahead, Mike. I was kind of I kind of got into it a little bit in between tours uh, with mm-hmm. a friend of mine, just going to the park and playing two on two. And uh, I kind of pushed myself a little too hard, so I, I was starting to. I injured myself once yep. or twice, so I kind of slowed down a little bit. But definitely want to get back into it on tour. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, people in the New York scene that play, and like we've tried to get like a weekly game going a few times, mm-hmm. and always fails. But um, yeah, I haven't played regularly in a few years. But whenever I can, we we sometimes have a ball on tour. We got like a ball from Third Man, yes. Third Man branded yeah. ball that gave That's us awesome. from the Royal London. But um, yeah, there's uh, there's always something I've been tossing around. Uh, it's the idea of doing an all musicians tournament. Um, so can I count on the hotline TNT to uh, two V two tournament is what I would do. Probably. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. percent. Check. We, we would. I think we would <laughs> do would pretty well. Awesome. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder who else would. I think uh, competitively, I know there's a, a talented group of they used to actually play in like a college and it was you know the band san for mean no uh they're from new york but um ellis and alan from them they 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 can play uh alan used to play at nyu what's uh, the name of the band san for Min. san for Min. no i don't know yeah they're they're they live in brooklyn they have a record label called uh, i want to say it's called better company yeah it does ring a slight bell actually yeah but uh they're they're, they're uh, pretty talented they're, there's, there's a good, there's there's a good batch of people. If they play college basketball, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. Might right. We we might not be. <laughs> How old are they? How long? But you know, been? but injuries happen, so they they slow down. Always they a slow down. Yeah, yeah. Fair. I used uh, to um, tour manage this band called the Rosebuds. You ever okay. heard of them? Ivan hmm. from the Rosebuds played college ball, and he was like really good and played against like Allen Iverson when they were like in AAU league or whatever like that. Yeah, but he's now he's like late forties, so I think right, like, right. I can I can handle him. You know, yeah, yeah. Keep up. I know, with uh, Josh Browanger from the anniversary used to coach uh, high school basketball. Okay. Um, and then uh, I know um, the singer of Young Jesus. He's he's a tall dude as well, and I think he might play a little bit. There's definitely ballers in our oh, yeah. in our community that we're definitely not the best, but <laughs> yeah, I played. That's, actually that's with not what matters. Yeah, I played with Will from Narrowhead a couple times. Okay, he he's a pretty good, pretty good baller. I mean, it's we're like salt of the earth, like chippy <laughs> players. We're not yeah. like exactly. No, yeah, right. We're we'll, not we'll showing up deep. with shooting sleeves. And no. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, honestly, when when I was playing in the park with my friend, we were we were competitive. Yeah, like yeah against absolutely. the average person, we're competitive, but True. against like college players, yeah, we're probably no. not gonna. Yeah, no, great. No. but still i'd say we're in the top 10 percent of indie rock yeah yeah, yeah I, I think so. you know that's a good that's a good place to be i'm, a good place I'm to jotting be. that down for the for the tournament you can just slot us into the, like the finals if you want like okay yeah. count, you get, you get the first round by yeah our tickets punch <laughs> i would say um as far as like uh this nba season are there any other kind of like uh predictions you have what are you feeling about the league in general going on right now is there anyone you're like you're stoked to watch mike you got anyone i mean i don't know i i really like i haven't kept up as much as i would like to I, i'm really just watching clips yeah on, on sports centers so. honestly that gets like if like if you're following like house of highlights that gets you pretty far yeah yeah I mean, I honestly, like sometimes, I, I, you send me some clips sometimes, Mike. Like, what what have you been seeing on on your feed lately? Well, I like. Uh, I mean, I like seeing John Morant back. He's uh, that's yes. crazy. That first game crazy back footage. was crazy. That was yeah, yeah. Well, like I, the, think... I saw a clip of him trying to dunk over oh, some yeah. guy who was like almost seven feet tall. Yeah, I mean, he didn't succeed, but just the 
the pure heart of it. Totally. It's pretty he's cool got, to watch. He's definitely got heart. I mean, obviously the memes around John Morant have been awesome as well. Yeah. 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 Um, but also like when he came back, everyone was like, all right, they're like 10 and 20. There's no way they're going to compete. And then they ripped off like four in a row. I think he and immediately then, made them <laughs> yeah. better. I was like, wait, are they actually yeah. going to do this? <laughs> but now they're kind of coming back to earth a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But that was exciting funny. to watch. That was pretty recently. Uh, totally. Yeah. 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 What about you, Will? I mean, yeah, I got a, a new issue that I'm almost done writing. And I'm, you know, the zine is when it's basketball stuff. I try to keep it like accessible to people who don't really care yeah. about basketball. So I mean, I'm especially writing... in like the music community, a lot of people yeah. just in general are not well versed. Yeah, I'm not trying to like write stat lines or like yeah. betting lines or anything like that. Well, but player efficiency rating is. Uh, I don't even know. know. I don't even know what that is. You know, like <laughs> I can barely keep up with what plus minus right. is. Yeah, exactly. But I'm writing mostly about like the the drama. Oh and, yeah, like, that's what I love about the NBA. So like off court. Or on court drama, like I, I'm writing about Anthony Edwards and his like, you know, the pregnancy issues, and okay. then I'm writing about like, um, you know, this G League player that's on trial for murder now, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think people want to hear about that stuff. I mean, the Draymond maybe. drama. Oh yeah, yeah, that was last issue. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot of, lot of fun stuff in that. So Josh Giddy. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. What do you think yeah. the stipulation for Draymond is? Is it like, do you think they may, they're making him go to therapy? Uh, my, my opinion might surprise you on Draymond's. Um, I, I'm pro Draymond's. <laughs> I'm pro Draymond. I, don't, <laughs> I think he's um, being unfairly punished. I think, yeah, he's a little bit of like a, a loose cannon. He's like kind of a meatball out there. But like, even the last thing he did where he kind of like whacked Nurkic. It did feel like a full punch. Yeah, <laughs> to me it did. Like, like <laughs> you guys, obviously, I'm in the minority here. But like, what his explanation was like, I was trying to sell the call, and then when you watch it again, it does kind of look like he just, yeah, he's being ridiculous. But he's just, if he didn't have flailing. a track record, I would, I would agree with you. He's got a track record, but like, yeah. I don't think nothing's going to change. This is it's who not he like, is. It's not like Rodman didn't have a track record, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Rodman's my, my all-time favorite player. So sick, yeah. And if, if Draymond was on my team, I would 100% he'd be my favorite player. There's always so. there's always someone like that who, like, yeah. you everyone hates, but, like, they're on your team, so you like them. A lot of people hated Joakim Noah. I love Joakim Noah. I, I, I did, too. Yeah. I was always pro Joakim. Cause I, he just, I was one of the people who hated him. A lot of people did. <laughs> exactly. I had, like, fights yeah. with my friends about Joakim because he was, like, mm-hmm. he's not, like, beautifully, aesthetically pleasing to watch necessarily. I mean, but, his like, shot was just awful. That was, that's how I shoot. We're crazy. That's how I shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I loved him. I loved Joaquin, and I kind of love Draymond. But you like you like the bad boys. I do. And I am one myself. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, for me, I've been loving watching Tyrese Halliburton so much. Um, he's just his name crazy. Yeah. His name uh, comes up a lot. I haven't really watched a full Sacramento game yet, but I know he's. He's getting I mean, a lot he of put up right back now. to back 2020 games, uh, which is like never hardly ever happens, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, he's he's really blossoming into someone who like it feels like Damian Lillard a little bit, like he's kind yeah. of becoming that guy. Um, and he even had that uh, moment the other day where he made that clutch shot, and he's got this feud. I don't know if you've seen with Wally Zerbiak. I did. Uh, I saw, I saw <laughs> that clip today. Yeah. So I love well, the stare down after the shot. That's I didn't see great. the stare down, but I saw Wally's like while I was talking to um, Halliburton's father. Yeah, and there's a little clip about that. And um, well, we'll talk about Wally at some point. But uh, yes, yes, it, yeah, because the, uh, the stuff with with him all stems from him saying that, oh, you know, Tyrese is good, but he's just like he's not that guy. And right, but that that clip was also taken out of context. Yes. Yes. Like he was, Which is, I think he. They was, love the drama. Yeah, I do. I. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> it's it really is like it's a soap opera and it's unnecessarily I, dramatic. And, it really is, and I've I've said this on the podcast probably a few times already. Uh, the NBA today in today's form is is a lot like professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all about the big bull personalities. Everyone's got their gimmick. Um, yeah. And Which is why I lines. think, yeah, I think Draymond's suspension is, you know, it's a fraud, it's a hoax, it's a fake news. I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree yeah. with you there. 
I mean, but back I in think- the back in the day, people could settle their differences on the court, and it wasn't as big of a deal. Yeah, but I think probably with the suspension, it's also just feeding into the the lore too. It's like, yeah, Draymond's back, the first yeah, game back. Right, put this on national TV. You know, you got to write that script. Yeah, yeah. Even the John yeah. Moran stuff. I mean, absolutely. They kind of had to yeah. suspend him. Right. I mean, he didn't do anything illegal. He I, he had a legally owned mm-hmm. firearm, and he was waving it around on Instagram. But like, you know, it's not a great look. But it's not yeah. like Josh Green still games. playing. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Um, but getting back to Tyrese, ah, for I was gonna say, we were talking about something. I don't know. But he's he's in, a new guy. Yeah. In in what you were uh, getting at before, we'll talk about Wally Zerbiak. Why don't we get into that? Uh, sure. So we do get a little game called Musician Matchup sometime. Um, the goal is to we have players and we'll come up with a musical comp. Like who they remind you of. And I think the fun part is always the the reason you have for why you came up with your answer. So we'll go we'll all go one by one. Okay. Come up with our picks and uh yeah, we'll, oh, we'll okay. let's, let's run through. Well when we sent us the list. I hope it's okay. To t- we we did have the list ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. We kind of like split it up. Like Mike took the Celtics. Okay, took, that took works. Timberwolves. That, that perfectly works. Okay. Uh, and I will. I have mine for both. Cool. Perfect. So we'll start. Uh, I had in the list the first one. Um, Timberwolves. Anthony yep. Edwards. <laughs> yeah, I actually. Funny enough, I, I had compared him to uh, Nourish by the time. Because I okay. feel like he's both these guys are new young faces in the league, in, in the biz, and uh, you know, nervous by time to me put out the best album of the year, and I feel like he's still underrated, and the best is yet to come, and he should be, you know, he should be touring in a a limousine, in my opinion, <laughs> but uh, he's still like underappreciated, and exactly how I feel about Anthony Edwards. Um, yeah, yeah. So I Ant-Man's feel that. Like, yeah, he's everything he does is gold, in my opinion. And he's he's still a new face in the league. He's fourth year, but like this is definitely a breakout season for him. How do you feel about so. his acting performance in uh, well, Cruz? Hustle? What was that? Hustle, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bo Cruz was the other guy. Bo Cruz. I thought he was a suitable villain in that. I mean, yeah, he. It didn't feel like exactly him, but not that far away from him. Yeah, I mean, I think. As we're seeing from his off-court drama, he's got a bit of a bad boy and yep. like kind of young. I don't want to say dumbass, but makes some <laughs> questionable decisions. <laughs> I um, feel like like early on, like right after he was drafted, there was a lot of doubt, like whether he even like liked basketball that much. Yeah, um, but he has it, proven us all. Yeah, he, well, he. I think he can be an MVP conversation. Definitely, especially after this year. I think if we. Yeah. Finish out with the one seed. There's you have to, but, and um, and the way he played in uh, the FIBA. Yeah, I mean he, that was he played amazing. Yeah, I put him on. I put him on the cover of Association Update when that happened because oh, he, yeah. he took over. <laughs> um, but also, I, I'm still salty too that he lost Rookie of the Year to uh, Lamelo Ball. I mean that's obviously weak year has yeah. not aged well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Injuries will do that, but you know that that, that family. That family uh, is struggling. They're like the uh, the Von Eric of the oh, NBA. Oh boy! Also, <laughs> hopefully not. That. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that movie like two nights ago. Oh yeah. Uh, I like okay. I like the ball players too, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's another thing. So nourish by time. Okay. Yep. I like that. Uh, I have a a sim like very similar justification for mine, uh, and it's a band that you guys probably. I want to f- assume that you guys have even played with them uh military gun uh have you played have you played with them i don't we, think we, I think we've, we might have played a showcase at south by southwest okay okay yeah that would make sense and we played I, the um cream magazine thing mm-hmm. sounds Something right like yeah got it but yeah i feel like it's a similar kind of thing they're they're a newer band they're kind of like kind of got the ener- superstar energy they're getting big they were just in a taco bell commercial uh, uh, um but i feel like they're you know they're 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 rising the popularity fast and and i think it's kind of that that similar trajectory to like turnstile you know two years ago or so Um, yeah it's it's 
it's hard for me to um let that go because i see them as our opponents like we we, yeah. we deserve to be you know, <laughs> I, you know about what? and i i don't disagree because i actually can <laughs> you know i wanted to consider putting putting you in this slot but it just felt wrong for the for the podcast. Well, I, I almost put yeah. I, I put i put hotline tnt in the anthony edwards slot too, yeah but uh, i'll like i'll give someone else some shine Talk about uh, money no. is calling your name at some point, you know. <laughs> we see we see military gun as our opponents and we want to take them down that, for sure. I like that rivalry. It's good. <laughs> yeah. When you guys go head to head in the Eastern Conference Finals, it would be great. I mean, we should That's get right. a basketball game against them. Yeah. And you you see this podcast? If you're listening, let's go. Let's play <laughs> one. Too. I feel like the tournament and the U two and then also uh Origami Angel. I know they're uh basketball dudes. Just that's a real throwdown tournament right there. Definitely uh okay so anthony edwards so we'll move on over to celtics and mike what do you got for paul pierce uh for paul pierce i was thinking dr dre classic so i mean i kind of i don't know paul pierce kind of just has like this like wisdom i feel like as a player like he's Mm -hmm. so versatile he can shoot he's a great defender he's kind of got all these things going for him and he's very loyal to the celtics Um, I feel like Dre is like, you know, he's also kind of an OG in his mm-hmm. field. He's loyal to this like sound, this like West Coast vibe. Also, Paul Pierce, I believe, is from Oakland. He's from LA. Or, from, is he LA or Oakland? LA or Oakland. One of those. He might be from LA. Okay. But uh, either way, I mean, the West Coast vibe, you can, yeah. can kind of just see it on him. He's kind of has like this like. He's not like super athletic looking even for a basketball player. He's got the old man plays. game, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And Dr. Dre, I feel like has that's what I was saying, yeah. He's not he's even a... really trying. He's just this OG right. who's like got this. And he's a team player, you know. Like his totally. stuff with Eminem and Pierce is obviously a team player. The truth. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's I, what I got. So does that mean Pierce is gonna he's gonna get super jacked when he's older? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Not, not, I don't know. Oh, he's still, he is still balling. These days. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I, I see headlines about Paul Pierce. He's like still kind of partying like a rock star. Oh yeah, I mean, there was, he there definitely was the whole, is. He got fired from ESPN because he had all yep. the strippers <laughs> on Instagram Live. Yeah. yeah, which I feel like I mean, honestly, him and Dre kind of both have that in common. They don't, they don't have a problem kind of having fun or yeah. saying what's on their mind. That's that's great. I um. My pick is actually a little face value, and I I probably should have put more thought into it, but I I just went off <laughs> his, of his nickname. Uh, okay. And it's a band called Truth Club. I don't know if you've heard them, but they're awesome. I've, um, I've heard a lot about them. Yeah. 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 Truth, yeah. Truth Club is great. Uh, the guy who mixed our record, he produced their record, and I think they're friends of Wednesday, mm-hmm. and they're from North Carolina, and like, our managers are friends of them, I believe. They're definitely in our circles but i i haven't checked out the record yet and but i know they're supposed to be very very good yeah i um, wish i i wish i had a better justification for why it's, it's literally just the truth truth club it's the first yeah. thing i thought of what about truth I, cult are you aware of the we're like homies of truth cults similar okay. name but yeah also works yeah. i mean also a big nba fan he's in my group chat keep in mind Paris? it's just just yeah, adding, Paris adding the to NBA the chat. list yeah he would Did be a great guest actually you would. Amazing. Yeah. You gotta you gotta you're gonna to send me a list after this. Well, yeah, I'll get you in the email. <laughs> Great. There's a lot. There's a lot Hell of people. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh all right, let's go to the third one down the list back to Timberwolves. And it's someone we mentioned. It's Wally Zerbiak. Yeah, Wally Zerbiak. So <clears throat> this is a guy I grew up watching a lot. And I um let me finish what I'm gonna say before you all guys right. jump in. I'll bite my tongue. Yeah, okay. I, I compare Wally to the Strokes. And the reason is because this is a rock band that your parents like. <laughs> this is like the CD that mom buys you for Christmas, which my mom did buy me the Strokes CD. Because she was like, you know, I'm listening to like a lot of new metal, a lot of hip hop. But then um, the Strokes come along. And mom's like, this, I, this I can get into. And it's kind of the same. I feel like. Wally Zerbiak was somebody that everyone's mom loves watching Wally play. And my dad likes watching Wally play. And, you know, I'm not going to get into the specifics of some of the what's under the surface here. Okay. But, like, you know, different generations, like uh-huh. different styles of player. You know, yep. he's not flashy. My dad also loved Tim Duncan. You know, he's the kind of guy who's like literally every time my dad would say, like, 
he just goes about his business. That's kind of like one of the greatest bigs of all time. Sure. The same thing with Wally. They all just like, you know, he's playing the game the right way kind uh-huh. of thing. And like he's traditional, but the strokes I feel like were palatable for like a broad, yeah, like safe audience. And that makes that sense. Thing, so I, I, yeah. I buy that. Yeah, absolutely. Um Wally for me, I I feel like he was, you know, he's good. He's good, but maybe he's like a little boring. Yeah. A little boring. It's definitely. But like I like it. I, is a role which play? is which is where I arrived with like mineral, you mineral. know, like okay, okay. I, I like it sometimes I don't, but but I recognize what's there and I recognize that it's good, but it's you know, it's and I recognize kind of the the impact, I guess. Um, not that Wally Zerbiak was a generational talent, but uh, I it's just it's not always there, but I respect it. Well, it wasn't an all star or anything like that, yeah, but right, it was a good piece of the puzzle, but like, I feel like. I don't know mineral that well. I feel like in my head, I put mineral in like the same world of like, I don't know, American football and like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's it's that that wave of, of emo. That's very slow. And, uh, I guess it's emo core and it's like, yeah, Yeah. Texas is the reef. Exactly. Yeah. Promise ring. I feel like those things. Okay. Yeah. That's very similar. I don't know it, but it's, it's there and I know it's not bad, but it's twinkly guitar, whiny vocals. Yeah. Twinkle that is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, last one on the list, and it's a Celtic, and it's an all-time great. And Bill Russell. Yep, Bill Russell. I mean, God, just one of the best players of all time um, of any sport, really. I, yeah, yeah. Seriously, I was thinking um, the drummer Max Roach, who's a jazz drummer. Okay, but he's like just one of the greatest of all time. It's very traditional. Mm-hmm. But then went on to even become a professor, which I thought was similar to Bill Russell because he became the coach of the Celtics mm-hmm. um, while he was actually on the team. And even more into that, he was like, you know, I think the first black NBA coach ever. And I don't think Max Roach necessarily broke. I mean, he broke many barriers, but he he had like a lot. He had like a song that was like a big like civil rights movement uh-huh. song. And I don't know the just kind of made me think of like a very like respectable kind of traditional in a sense sort sure. of just all time great to go even further i feel like bill russell i was reading he's kind of got like a surly attitude like some of the people were kind of said he was sort of grumpy and kind of like a know-it-all <laughs> sort of guy Absolutely sounds right. and i feel like max roach was kind of in the media like you know, not afraid to tell people how he felt. And he was such a genius that people would, they would listen to him, but you know, it's kind of, they're similar in that way. I think. Yeah. That feels almost too accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that all makes sense. And and now when I, when I think of my pick, it, it, it doesn't sound as right, but I, the reason I went with mine is I'm just thinking Bill Russell is a Boston all time legend and I compared that within the indie rock sphere, uh, and I went with Jay Maskus. Um, I was I, mean, I was actually thinking that as well. No, yeah, the dinosaur Junior crossed my mind. Yeah. Jay Maskus and Pixies. I was I was like, which which is it? But I, you know, Jay Maskus is that that guy, and he's like an all timer, and he'll yeah. always well, be thought of at that peak. You know, well, exactly. Would, he's like your like he's your players favorite player yeah kind of and bill russell exactly. obviously is very well known but i mean among younger people maybe not as much right but i would no. i would just tack on to both these things i think when i was considering bill russell i was like who who do i know in indie rock or any music that's like i mean he had what like 12 titles or 10 and titles 13. i think he had 11 titles and 11 and 13 seasons. something like that it's like who in the rock and rock music has like such an unprecedented like run of just like greatness. And I was right. like, Yola Tango, <laughs> Drake, <but> now Di- <laughs> Dinosaur Jr. I was, yeah. was going to go Drake, Drake or Yola Tango, but Dinosaur <laughs> also fits because I love all their albums up to the current time. Yeah. I don't um, think Drake would feel good about being associated with the Celtics. So True. No. <laughs> true. I bet, uh, you know, as long as there's like a, a cool player on the team, he'll, I mean, I'm sure he's friends with Tatum. He's friends with Tatum. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I mean, you got the 
I'm, I am starting to see that connection of you know really big rings, and I think of Bill Russell with that picture where he's got all the rings on his hand. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, uh, Drake will he'll he'll sell out for anyone. That's, yeah, I mean <laughs> NBA, he's there. Yeah. All right, so that's that's all we have for the game. That was that was some some good picks there. Definitely cool. appreciate that. Um, and that's kind of kind of all I got for you today. But I, I want to thank you guys for coming on and talking hoops. Thanks yeah, for having us. Yeah, yeah. So you got a you guys have a tour kicking off soon. Yeah. When is this podcast going to be? A couple of days. Okay. Now, honestly, a couple of days. Okay. Well, I won't. There's more stuff about to be announced. Okay. But I won't reveal on the podcast. But um, <laughs> as for as for now, there's a tour with Wednesday that starts on January 17th. So cool. Very soon. All right. Everyone can check you out there. But uh, thanks again for coming on, guys. This was a blast. Thanks for having us. All right. I'll catch you guys later. That's going to do it for this episode of Indie Basketball. Thanks again for Will and Mike from Hotline TNT for joining. Make sure you go check them out on tour. Uh, I want to take this time to make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we're on X, Twitter, whatever it's called. Uh, we'd love you guys to join the Discord. We've got an awesome community there full of people who like the very same things of indie music and basketball and all sorts of things. It's a, it's a great spot. The nicest group of people ever. Um, so join us on there. And lastly, I'd love for you to support us on Patreon. That's how we can make more half-court sessions this year in 2024. I want to do a lot of these, and uh, it can only happen with your help on Patreon. Uh, so support us on there. You get access to a lot of great other things, such as early access to this podcast, exclusives of the half-court sessions, discounts on merch, monthly playlists. There's a lot of cool stuff on there, um, and it would mean a lot. So that's going to do it anyways, but thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.